change careers, break into new industries, transition into new roles, reinvent yourself and make the dent you want. This is the Second Breaks Podcast. And now, here's your host and fellow Second Breaker, Lou Blazer. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is episode 50 of the Second Breaks podcast, and it is Wednesday, May 16th, 2018, as I record this episode. I'm a little late getting to the mic this week. Normally, I record these episodes a few days before the release, uh, the release or the publishing date, which is uh, usually on Thursdays, but uh, lots of things going on in the background this week. So, Anyway, here I am, bright and bushy-tailed this Wednesday morning. If you are a new listener to the show and you just found me and you've just found the show, first of all, welcome. Uh, I hope that you'll find this uh, episode useful and that you'll make Second Breaks Podcast a part of your weekly listening routine. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being here. I so, so, so appreciate that you are back. And as you know, we usually have guests on the show, but today it will be a different format because it's just going to be me in your ears. I want to talk to you about the three mindset shifts that we all need to make in order to navigate and thrive in this changing work landscape. First of all, let's talk about why we need to make these shifts to begin with. If you have been working for at least 10 years, and certainly if you've joined the workforce before 2003, basically before the internet exploded, you have no doubt experienced how much of the employment landscape has changed since then. Although the workplace has always been changing, it's not like it's been the same since the Industrial Revolution, the speed of change and the scope of change have been accelerating in the last decade. In episode 46, I talked about the four major forces driving change in the workplace. I also covered it in a recent webinar that I hosted. I'll put the links to both of those in the show notes, but let's think about this a little bit. Just focus on your own workplace for a minute. And it doesn't matter what you do or what industry you work in. You'll be able to identify the practices that are relatively new. So, you know, how much of what you do now requires you to be online, for example, or mobile, or digital, or working with people who aren't physically in the office, or in your part of the world even? How much of what you do today is made possible or is aided by some kind of machine or automated tool? Or how much of what you did before has now been completely automated? And if you happen to work in one of those industries that have been massively disrupted, like the publishing industry or the retail industry or the music industry, you've no doubt experienced a whole transformation in how you work and what work is available. So all these changes mean that we have to approach our work and our careers differently than we used to, certainly differently from how we did when we first started. Companies around the world are investing loads of money and resources to transform their businesses to navigate the changing marketplace. And part of what's getting transformed in the process is how they hire, how they train, how they retain their employees, and what they expect from their employees and contractors. 
So this lays out the foundation for why we need to also be adopting a new approach and a new strategy. If we want to always be marketable, whether we're employed or self-employed, whether we're looking to keep our current roles or are looking to make a career switch. You're listening to the Second Breaks Podcast, a weekly show that explores all the ways that we can make a move and thrive in today's fast-changing world. This podcast is brought to you by Second Breaks, a career education company that teaches professionals how to build resilient careers in this new economy. Visit secondbreaks.com to learn more about how we can support your goals. The show notes for today's episode can be found at secondbreaks.com forward slash episode five zero. When you go to the show notes, you'll also find the link to a new webinar that I'm hosting on May 24th. It's actually the second webinar in the Future of Work series. In this particular webinar, we will talk about the key to being always marketable, which is finding your unique edge. We will cover why defining your unique edge is super, super important in today's work landscape, whether you're employed or self-employed, what comprises your unique edge, and how to define yours. The webinar will be held live on May 24th, and you can find a link to register together with the show notes for this episode again at secondbreaks.com forward slash episode five zero. Okie dokie, let's get back to the show. So the first mindset shift that I want to talk about is to adopt an owner's mindset when it comes to our careers. And by owner's mindset, I mean treating your career the same way you would if it were your small business. And if you think about it, it's actually not very far from the truth. So a business is an endeavor that you engage with when you exert effort, you devote time, your energy, your resources in order to create value for someone, and in exchange, you receive value from them. That's essentially the same thing that happens with our careers. We put in effort and deliver value in exchange for value in the form of salary or payment from our employers or clients. The big difference is that as a business owner, You clearly assume control of the direction of your business. You take charge of the decisions of the products or the services that you're selling, which marketplace you want to sell your goods, or which clients you want to work with or you want to work for. Often, though, many of us don't take the same owner's mentality when it comes to our work. We give up much of our power to our bosses and the companies that we work for. We see things as happening to us instead of us making things happen for ourselves. And as a result, we act and behave as if we have no choice but to acquiesce or follow along whatever is happening. By thinking of your career as your small business and you as the business owner, you'll be taking a more proactive attitude towards your career direction. You'll begin to see that the decision is yours to make. You'll become more aware of opportunities and you'll see that you have a choice. You'll make things happen for yourself. And even when things don't go your way, as it sometimes happens when you own a business, having an owner's mindset prevents you from taking on a victim's attitude. 
you'll feel more empowered to help yourself get through the challenges or the obstacles if you take ownership of your career. I'll leave this section with a quote from LinkedIn founder Reed Hoffman. In his book, The Startup of You, Reed says, With change come new opportunities as well as challenges. What's required now is an entrepreneurial mindset. Whether you work for a 10-person company, a giant multinational corporation, a not-for-profit, a government agency, or any type of organization in between. If you want to seize the new opportunities and see the challenges of today's fractured career landscape, you need to think and act like you're running a startup, your career. The second mindset shift that I want to talk about is to accept that working in this new economy means continuous learning. And there are a couple of reasons why this is so important. First, we want to stay relevant and marketable in our chosen fields of work. Um, As we all have noticed, lots of people are losing jobs as companies downsize, reorganize, reinvent their operations, take advantage of new technologies or ways of working, or just generally try to respond to the changing times. And as these companies transform their businesses, new staffing requirements arise. And these days, the reality is... You know, and of course, there are exceptions to the rule, but companies in general aren't investing in retooling their staff. They want to hire or contract with someone with new and up-to-date skills instead, so someone who already knows what needs to get done. So I remember, for example, a few years back when I was a management consultant, I was working for this client of mine, and they have a huge training budget for their IT folks. And so as new technologies come into play or come into the marketplace, they send their existing staff to get trained in these new technologies and so that they could then use those new technologies into, you know, and apply those new technologies in their work. Um, I chatted with someone who worked for this same client of mine uh, recently, and he tells me that that doesn't look the same anymore for, for them. I mean, the training budget has been cut drastically, and nowadays they don't get sent for training in new technologies anymore. Instead, the companies hire or you know subcontract with people who already know the new technologies. So the existing staff... Um, aren't getting the benefit of new training unless they go for training themselves or unless they uh, raise their hand and convince their employees uh, or their bosses to send them to training. So we need to be thinking of retooling and upskilling ourselves so that we can stay relevant to the changing requirements in our chosen professions or fields of work. We cannot simply rely on employer-supplied or on-the-job training. We have to be proactive about what new skills we want to learn and add to our arsenal. Second, in many industries and countries, the most in-demand occupations or specialties today did not exist 10 or even 5 years ago. That comes from the Future of Jobs report by the World Economic Forum. And as Steve Wozniak said, just because one category of job disappears doesn't mean others aren't coming. There will be new jobs, it's just that they will be, well, new. (laughs) They will look and operate and require something different. So if we want to take advantage of these new opportunities, we need to be thinking of learning and picking up new skills. 
Third, we want to develop not just one area of expertise. We also want to hone the complementary and transferable skills in our arsenal. So I'm going to read something that comes from the Institute for the Future report. The ideal worker of the new decade is T-shaped. They bring deep understanding of at least one field, but have the capacity to converse in the language of broader range of disciplines. This requires a sense of curiosity and a willingness to go on learning far beyond the years of formal education. So again, that comes from a report from the Institute for the Future. And in the show notes, I'm going to put a link to the report. It's actually a pretty good report if you want to read it. It's called Future Work Skills 2020. And it goes through the 10 most critical skills or disciplines for the future of work. Um, as an aside, the webinar that I'm hosting on May 24th on finding your unique edge will also be talking about developing your T-shaped skills. So the number one way to avoid becoming obsolete is to stay on top of the developments in your chosen field of work or profession and being diligent in acquiring and practicing complementary skills. This, of course, means some investment on our part, investment in time, investment in money to keep up with continuous learning and to practice and apply what we're learning. The good thing is that we also live in a time when we have different options for training and upskilling. This means that you don't have to go back to school to get a new degree anymore. And the quality of online education has improved a lot over the last 10 years so that you can actually get pretty good training online, which makes it even easier to fit training and, you know, schooling, quote unquote, schooling within your schedule. In the show notes, I've included a link to several online education avenues that aren't like your traditional college or school options. Uh, You can check those out for additional training. The third mindset shift is to stop thinking about a career path and instead think about a career horizon. So the traditional career path is dead for all intents and purposes or, you know, dying. Used to be we picked a profession or a particular career path or track, and then we doggedly work hard, we improve ourselves, and we follow the path of other trailblazers before us to move up the so-called ladder, right? Up until 10 years ago or so, things didn't really change all that much, all that fast. And there were tried and true techniques and career paths that you can take to move up. For example, if you want to move up in your company, you could look to your boss to see the path that he or she took to get to where he was. Or you could look up to other professionals like you and you know, quote unquote, follow the steps that they took to move up. And even if you weren't necessarily interested in moving up the ladder, you can pretty much rely on good old hard work to keep you in a steady job. These days, it's not like that anymore. As I mentioned in the previous point, we will be seeing many new jobs created going forward, jobs that didn't exist a few years ago or today even. There's no precedent for these new jobs. There are no trailblazers to show us the way forward. There are no clear career paths to follow. Also, the nature of the work itself is changing a lot with automation and machine learning and new ways and modes of working. More and more of the jobs of the careers that we know today will morph 
and evolve. So whatever our predecessors did to move forward, whatever they did, you know, whatever steps they followed may no longer apply or may no longer be available to us. So aiming for a career horizon instead of one career path gives us the flexibility. It allows us to be agile, which is actually a key skill to have in changing times, which is exactly what we're experiencing right now, right? Aiming for a career horizon decreases the amount of attachment that we have to any one given path. It acknowledges that the wind can and will change. And so long as we're aiming the ship, the ship that is our career toward the direction that we want, we are going to be okay. So of course, this means that we need to have a good idea of where we want to head towards, right? So to which horizon do you want to aim your ship that is your career? If you're not clear about your long-term direction, the webinar on May 24th could help you get some answers because one of the critical elements in your unique edge is your career direction. So that's one more reason to attend, uh, to register and attend the webinar live. And by the way, in case you're listening to this after May 24th, 2018, I'm, I'm going to add a link to the show notes that will point to the recorded version. So if you miss the live version, you can go for the second best thing and catch the replay. So to summarize, we covered three critical mindset shifts in order to help us navigate and thrive in this changing work landscape. First, Adopt an owner's mindset and treat your career as if it were your small business. Second, accept and embrace continuous learning. And third, don't think career path, instead think career horizon. Adjusting how you approach your career and adopting these mindset shifts will put you in a proactive position and reduce the risk of you being made irrelevant or redundant. And most importantly, keep you always marketable, no matter what industry you're in. That's it for today's episode of the Second Breaks Podcast. I hope you found it useful. You can find the show notes plus links to other relevant resources at secondbreaks.com forward slash episode five zero. And remember to sign up for the webinar on May 24th find your unique edge, and always be marketable. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts about today's episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me at lou at secondbreaks.com or you can reach me on LinkedIn. Just search for me on LinkedIn, Lou Blazer. That's L-O-U-B-L-A-S-E-R. You can download past episodes of this podcast and subscribe so you don't ever have to miss future episodes. You can do that in Apple Podcasts or Google Play. And if you've been listening to the show, I would so appreciate it if you could leave me a review and rating on iTunes. This step helps spread the word about the show and reach other professionals like you who are looking to build resilient and thriving careers. Next week, we will get back to regular programming. I will be joined by a new guest to inspire you and get your ideas flowing and to motivate you to start planning or at least to start thinking about your own career move. Till then, keep on making your dent, my friend. Cool beans. This is the Second Breaks Podcast. 